the OPP, the greatest podcast in the galaxy. Ladies and gentlemen, today is an exciting day. Allow me to welcome you to the very first episode of the OPP, the greatest podcast in the galaxy. My first guest, Lizbeth Davies. She's my youngest of two younger sisters. We are 12 years apart in age. We're going to discuss a little bit about that, the big gap in age between us, and what that meant growing up with two immigrant parents in the United States. She's also going to talk a little bit about helping out with mayoral races, helping out with governor, gubernatorial races, and what that looks like. What are those details? What does she do behind the scenes? So we get a little glimpse into that world. I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to my sister, Lizbeth Rosine Davies. Yeah, we watch, we watch her dad bought us, or this is her dad's old TV. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and we... Although newer than all of ours. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and you said, all right, you know, you guys move into this new house, so we'll, uh, we'll give you this TV. I'll pay for the movers to move it in. I'll tell you something, though. It might stay there forever because <laughs> this thing is super heavy. Yeah. So what we actually try and do is watch TV together. Yeah. Because after the kids are asleep, you know, we got back, you get back from work, you do all your stuff, the kids are asleep, and then you're, like, super tired. Yeah. So instead of, like, us going our separate ways and, and doing our own thing. We're like, let's try and find shows that we can yeah. watch together and stay together and watch them. So I think sometimes she'll watch it, like, during the day. Yeah. She'll come up here and watch. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, we watch downstairs. But this is actually the most comfortable chair in the house here. I mean, it feels pretty good. Well, the, your couch, I've fallen asleep on your couch, like, The one times. downstairs? Yeah. Like, okay. I feel like every time I've been here, I've at least, remember, like, we were watching, what was it, Sandlot or something? And yep. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. It was very comfortable. I actually need to take a few naps today, so I was thinking, like, <laughs> Okay, so the, <laughs> the couch downstairs is trash. But that's what, yeah, that's what your wife said, too. It's, like, disgusting, and people just, like, Lulu's crapped on it or something. Oh, my God. But it's, if, I don't know. I just, every, I've, I've, at least twice I've fallen asleep on that couch. Yeah, every time I fall asleep on the couch, I have to, it takes me like seven days to recover <laughs> from falling asleep on that. Yeah. Her parents, did I tell you the story about that couch? No. So her parents always have recliners in their house yeah. in, in Denville. So they've had like, since I've known them, two recliners and they were looking for another set. Yeah. And the dad's like, what should I get? What should I get? She's like, just, why do you guys get recliners? It's so tacky looking. Get this kind of couch. It's yeah. on Bob's. Yeah. It, it'll be really inexpensive. Go get it. So they got it. And, you know, I remember being at the house when it came and the dad sitting down and being like, oh, this is all right. This is all right. A week later, we go over there. He's like, this couch stinks. Here, we'll give you this couch. You just put it in your basement. We're getting recliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have recliners now. And yeah, and we have that couch. Oh, man. Which I don't, yeah, I don't really like it. Well, yeah. So, so I don't know if you realized it, but we started the podcast. Okay. I'd like to welcome everybody to or, ordinary, the Ordinary People Podcast, OPP. My first OPP. guest is my sister, Lizbeth Davies. 
Number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That is a thing for me. I always talk about that with people. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it really matters yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. where you oh, fall. Oh, absolutely. Right? So so I always usually, like, whenever I find somebody who's the youngest, it's always like this thing. Commiseration. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we're always, like, you know, saying something about something. But, yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, you get each other. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's a question for you. How do you think, from your perspective, how did, how did your experience growing up differ from mine? Like, what do you, okay, here's the question. What do you think my experience was growing up? I mean, I think it was probably uh, more difficult <laughs> just because, you know, mom and dad knew less than they knew mm -hmm. 12 years. Like, that's more than a decade later, yeah, right? Yeah. Granted. <laughs> <laughs> No disrespect to our parents, okay? I, I have to use this every time. No disrespect, okay? But they, yes, they knew more. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. But, I, yeah, I mean, they were, I mean, they're in their 20s, right? Yeah. When they had me, yeah. Yeah. Mom was 25. Well. <laughs> Let's not talk about it on the podcast. Okay. I have political dreams, okay? We can't. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Mom was 25 when she had me. Yeah. And dad was like 28, 28. Yeah. 28, 28. when he had me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like they were just rougher. Like they were just, you know, mom was just, mom generally, mm -hmm. aside from now, as like, you know, in her maybe the 60s decade, like her 60s. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously she's mellowed out a lot, which is fantastic. She still has her, you know, things here and there. Her moment. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't, she hasn't yelled. I haven't heard her yell, honestly, in a few years. Like, mm. in the way that she, she would tear, you know, the House of Young Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, she told me, did she ever tell you the story about how when they got to the U.S. and she, at that point, she was living with, um, what's her name? Uh, Mrs. Gimber. Mrs. Gimber. Yeah. And she would go to see the cousins in South Orange like every weekend, right? Mm -hmm. And there was just one weekend where she brought, the weekend before she brought eggs. Yeah. And. Oh, wait a second. The weekend before she brought eggs. Is yeah. that another story I don't know about? Maybe. Like, so okay. she told me, like, I think we were still in South Orange when she told me, and I was like in high school. So, mm -hmm. so like, no one, you know, we were just chatting. And she was like, yeah, like, you know, I, I bought eggs <laughs> that week before. <laughs> I just came to, I was going to eat some. You know, and then I come a week later and somebody had one egg. <laughs> and you know what I did? <laughs> Can, you just, let me tell you what I did. I broke them all. And I threw it in the trash. And I went back to Mrs. Gimber. And that was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, and I was just like, yeah, I was cracking up too. Like, mm. what? <laughs> absurd absurd like funny though like hilarious oh right like give me like you know priscilla does you know some tv show and she yeah, yeah, talks yeah. to mom about stories and stuff that would be hilarious oh right my god. Oh but my god. so yeah i would say yeah like you know i had uh, well you know we just had it differently let me say that way. yeah yeah right like you know i think for me my the difference for me was i um Keep talking. I'm uh, getting a pen because I'm. My memory is like our grandmother's memory, so, so I have to write things down or I'll I'll forget them. Yeah. No, I'm I like this is it. great. This is great. Yeah. I'm like I'll remember it. I'll remember yeah. it. We'll bring it up in two minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, we won't. Yeah, yeah. 
No, we won't. Yeah, I, I write everything. Yeah, I have like reminders for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have one of my friends who will probably be one of my next few guests yeah. on the podcast. My buddy Jeremy, he never writes anything down. Anything. In fact, it's a funny story. <laughs> this guy was in all the, at Columbia, was in all the special ed classes. Really? Yep. Was all, we, we knew each other from band. He played the drums. I played the trumpet. So we, knew, we met each other when I moved to South Orange, so sophomore year. Yeah. He was in all of the uh, special ed classes, and I was in all the AP classes. Yeah. I remember once I had to go, <laughs> he knows the story. I had to go, um, I was looking for him. I had to go grab him for something. And I found the, I found the room, the, the special ed room that he was in. Yeah. There was two guys. It was him and another guy. And for whatever reason, they were sitting back to back. And he's just sitting there <laughs> staring at the wall. And the other guy had um, earphones on. Yeah. Or like earmuffs on. It was just like uh, rocking to whatever he was <laughs> listening to. <laughs> so that was it. Yeah. I'm in AP class. We got classes like jam packed, 25 people, yeah. one teacher. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> Blocks, puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and a guy who's got, who can't, he can't deal with listening to things. Yeah. So he's got ear, earphones so, on. So, like, what did he say? That Did he say, like, oh, I'm just there, just cut? Like, what was Because I mean, I granted, I honestly didn't know Jeremy when I was a kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I don't remember him at all. Obviously, everyone remembered me. Right. But, you know, like, I obviously know who he is now. Even though he can be in special ed and still be a regular, like, you know, like a functioning person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I guess he had, um, I, you know what? I don't even want to speak to it. All I will say yeah, is yeah, that yeah. he doesn't write anything down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He remembers everything. So he does some, some carpentry and stuff, so... When he goes to like, you go with your, with your measuring tape, you go somewhere, you make measurements of a room, you know, you talk about price to yeah. people, you do all those things, you go and you buy the stuff, doesn't write anything down. Yeah. He remembers what he measured wow. for everything. He remembers the pricing, the quotes he gives, and he, it's not one customer, right? Yeah. He'll have like 15 customers at the time and it's all, yeah. no, don't write anything. Wow. The only thing he writes it down is for somebody else. Interesting. So that it's like, okay, this is what we agreed to on price and stuff. That's yeah. fantastic. So the other day, was it yesterday? Saturday? Saturday, I, unless you have a question for me, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Okay. So Saturday, <clears throat> so I decided I'm going to, I've been thinking about this. I've been wanting to do self-defense. Oh, nice. And do you remember the boyfriend I had in college? No, I don't remember that, any of my sister's boyfriends. <laughs> that might be a good thing. Um, <laughs> Or I might just mean that they don't matter. <laughs> but no, they all matter. They all matter. <laughs> so he, his name is Andile. Okay, yes. Yes. I yes. So How could you forget that name? Remember, that was my first boyfriend. Oh my god. He lives in Montclair. Okay. Still very fly. I've seen him around, but mm -hmm. he uh, he was in martial arts when he was a kid, uh, okay. partially because he had like I don't know about behavioral issues, but usually that's ADD how kids, or something. Yeah, yeah, like get in. And so I would talk to him. Ladies and gentlemen, today is an exciting day. Allow me to welcome you to the very first episode of the OPP, the greatest podcast in the galaxy. My first guest, Lizbeth Davies. She's my youngest of two younger sisters. We are 12 years apart in age. We're going to discuss a little bit about that, the big gap in age between us and what that meant growing up with two immigrant parents in the United States. She's also gonna talk a little bit about helping out with mayoral races, helping out with governor, gubernatorial races, 
and what that looks like. What are those details? What does she do behind the scenes? So we get a little glimpse into that world. I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to my sister, Lizbeth Rosine Davies. Yeah, we watch, we watch her dad bought us, or this is her dad's old TV. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> And we <laughs> Although newer than all of ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you said, All right, you know, you guys move into this new house, so we'll uh we'll give you this TV. Or I'll pay for the movers to move it in. I'll tell you something though, it might stay there forever because <laughs> this thing is super heavy. Yeah. So what we actually try and do is watch TV together. Yeah. Because after the kids are asleep, you know, we got back you get back from work, you do all your stuff, the kids are asleep and then you're like super tired. Yeah. So Instead of like us going our separate ways and, and doing our own thing. We're like, let's try and find shows that we can yeah. watch together and stay together and watch them. So I think sometimes she'll watch it like during the day. Yeah. She'll come up here and watch. But uh, yeah, for the most part, we watch downstairs. But this is actually the most comfortable chair in the house here. I mean, it feels pretty good. Well, the, your couch, I've fallen asleep on your couch like 10 The one times. downstairs? Yeah. Like, okay. I feel like every time I've been here, I've at least, remember like we were watching, what was it, Sandlot or something? And yep. I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. It was very comfortable. I actually need to take a few naps today. So I was thinking like, hey. <laughs> okay. So the, the couch downstairs is trash. <laughs> yes, what, yeah, that's what your wife said too. It's like disgusting and people just like Lulu's crapped on it or something. Oh my God. But it's, if, I don't know. I just every, I've, I've, at least twice I've fallen asleep on that couch. Yeah. Every time I've fallen asleep on the couch, I have to, it takes me like seven days to recover from falling asleep on that. Yeah. Her parents, did I tell you the story about that couch? No. So her parents always have recliners in their house yeah. in, in Denville. So they've had like, since I've known them, two recliners, and they were looking for another set. Yeah. And the dad's like, what should I get? What should I get? She's like, just, why do you guys get recliners? It's so tacky looking. Get this kind of couch. It's yeah. on Bob's. Yeah. It, it'll be really inexpensive. Go get it. So they got it. And, you know, I remember being at the house when it came and the dad sitting down and being like, oh, this is all right. This is all right. <laughs> A week later, we go over there. He's like, this couch stinks. <laughs> Here, we'll give you this couch. You just put it in your basement. We're getting recliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have recliners now. And yeah, and we have that couch. Oh, man. Which I don't, yeah, I don't really like it. Well, yeah. So, so I don't know if you realized it, but we started the podcast. Okay. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody to or Ordinary, the Ordinary People Podcast, OPP. My first okay. guest is my sister, Lizbeth Davies. Number three. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That is a thing for me. I always talk about that with people. Like, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I think it really matters, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. where you oh, fall. Oh, absolutely. Right? So so I always usually, like, whenever I find somebody who's the youngest, it's always, like, this thing. Commiseration. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, we're always, like, you know, saying something about something. But, yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, you get each other. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's a question for you. How do you think, from your perspective, how did, how did your experience growing up differ from mine? Like, what do you, okay, here's the question. What do you think my experience was growing up? I mean, I think it was probably uh, more difficult <laughs> just because, you know, mom and dad knew less than they knew mm -hmm. 12 years. Like, that's more than a decade later, yeah, right? Yeah. Granted. <laughs> <laughs> No disrespect to our parents, okay? I, I have to use this every time. No disrespect, okay? But, 
They, yes, they knew more. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I mean, they were, I mean, they're in their 20s, right? Yeah. When they had me, yeah. Yeah. Mom was 25. Well. <laughs> Let's not talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. I have political dreams, okay? We can't. <laughs> okay. Mom was 25 when she had me. Yeah. And dad was like 28. 28. Yeah. 28. 28 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like they were just rougher. Like they were just, you know, mom was just, mom generally, mm-hmm. aside from now, as like, you know, in her maybe the 60s decade, like her 60s. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously she's mellowed out a lot, which is fantastic. She still has her, you know, things here and there. Her moment. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't, she hasn't yelled, I haven't heard her yell. Honestly, in a few years, like mm. in the way that she, <laughs> she would tear, you know, the house would be on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like she told me, did she ever tell you the story about how when they got to the U.S. and she, at that point, she was living with, um, what's her name? Uh, Mrs. Gimber. Mrs. Gimber. Yeah. And she would go to see the cousins in South Orange like every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this one weekend where she brought, the weekend before she brought eggs. Yeah. And... Oh, wait a second. The weekend before she brought eggs. Is yeah. that another story I don't know about? Maybe. Like, so okay. she told me, like, I think we were still in South Orange when she told me, and I was, like, in high school, so. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one, you know, we were just chatting. And she was like, yeah, like, you know, I, I bought eggs <laughs> that week before. <laughs> I just came to, I was going to eat some, you know. And then I come in with later, and somebody had one egg. <laughs> and you know what I did? <laughs> Can, you just, let me tell you what I did. I broke them all, and I threw it in the trash, and I went back to Mrs. Gimber, and that was it. Oh my god! <laughs> like, and I was just like, yeah, I was cracking up too. Like, mm. what? <laughs> absurd, <laughs> absurd. Like, funny though. Like, hilarious, oh right? Like, give me, like, you know, Priscilla does, you know, some TV show, and she yeah, yeah, talks yeah. to mom about stories and stuff. That would be hilarious, oh right? Oh my god! Oh but, my god! So yeah, I would say yeah, like. You know, I had, uh, well, you know, we just had it differently. Let me say that way. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you know, I think for me, my, the difference for me was I... Um, Keep talking. I'm uh, getting a pen because my memory is like our grandmother's memory. <laughs> so, so I have to write things down or I'll, I'll forget them. Yeah. No, I'm I like, this is it. great. This is great. Yeah. I'm like, I'll remember it. I'll remember yeah. it. We'll bring it up in two minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, we won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, we won't. Yeah, I, I write everything. Yeah, I have like reminders for everything. On yeah. My phone, yeah. Yeah, I have one of my friends who will probably be one of my next few guests yeah. on the podcast. My buddy Jeremy, he never writes anything down. Anything. In fact, it's a funny story. <laughs> this guy was in all the, at Columbia, was in all the special ed classes. Really? Yep. It was all, we, we knew each other from band. He played the drums, I played the trumpet. So we, knew, we met each other when I moved to South Orange, so sophomore year. Yeah. He was in all of the uh, special ed classes, and I was in all the AP classes. Yeah. I remember once I had to go, <laughs> he knows the story, I had to go, um, I was looking for him. I had to go grab him for something. And I found the, I found the room, the, the special ed room that he was in. Yeah. It was two guys. It was him and another guy. And for whatever reason, they were sitting back to back, 
And he's just sitting there <laughs> staring at the wall. And the other guy had um, earphones on. Yeah. Or like earmuffs on. It was just like uh, rocking to whatever he was <laughs> listening to. <laughs> so that was it. Yeah. I'm in AP class. We got class. It's like jam-packed. 25 people. Yeah. One teacher. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> Blocks. Puzzle. <laughs> And a guy who's got who can't he can't deal with listening to things. So yeah. he's got your earphones on. So like what did he say that did he say like oh I was just there just cut like what was because I mean I granted I honestly didn't know Jeremy when I was a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I don't remember him at all. Obviously everyone remembered me. Right. But you know, like obviously know who he is now. Even though you can be in special ed and still be a regular like you know, like a functioning person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess he had um you know what? I don't even want to speak to it. All I will say yeah, is yeah, that yeah. he doesn't write anything down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He remembers everything. So he does some some carpentry and stuff. So when he goes to like, you go with your with your measuring tape, you go somewhere, you make measurements of a room, you know, you talk about price to yeah. people, you do all those things, you go and you buy the stuff. Doesn't write anything down. He yeah. remembers what he measured wow. for everything. He remembers the pricing, the quotes he gives. And he, it's not one customer, right? Yeah. He'll have like 15 customers at the time and it's all... Yeah. No, don't write anything. Wow. The only thing he writes it down is for somebody else. Interesting. So that it's like, okay, this is what we agreed to on price and stuff. That's yeah. fantastic. So the other day, was it yesterday? Saturday? Saturday, I... Unless you have a question for me, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So Saturday... So I decided I'm going to, I've been thinking about this. I've been wanting to do self-defense. Oh, nice. And do you remember the boyfriend I had in college? No, I don't remember any of my sister's boyfriends. (laughs) That might be a good thing. Um, (laughs) Or I might just mean that they don't matter. (laughs) No, they all matter. They all matter. So he, his name is Andile. Okay, yes. yes, I yes. How remember. could you forget that name? You that was my first boyfriend. Oh, my God. He lives in Montclair. Okay. Still very fly. I've seen him around. But mm-hmm. he, uh, he was in martial arts when he was a kid. Uh, okay. Partially because he had, like, I don't know about behavioral issues, but usually that's ADD how ADD or something. Yeah, yeah, like, get in. And so I would talk to him about it, and I would say, like, yeah, like, you know, I've always been... The thing about our house was you could only choose one thing. <laughs> Right. No, two, two things. Maybe two. If they were off season, yeah. you could. <laughs> I was, yeah, That's why it's like, tennis and soccer. Yeah. There are two different seasons. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it's, that wasn't the case for me. I was saying that to dad yesterday. Because girls. Oh, tennis, tennis and soccer is at the same and time. And so I said to him, I was like, I would have probably like enjoyed tennis so much better. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I look back and I'm like, I probably would have, should have quit like earlier. Wow. Why is yeah. that? Because I think I, I think I kind of tapped out earlier and hmm. then like dad's a, great coach right so yeah. he was able to get me oh motivated to keep playing yeah oh i see yeah, yeah, yeah. why do you think you would have enjoyed tennis more than well i mean you know like i i stand for serena williams okay and i mean that's not the only reason but like now knowing more about to like so for example victor cruz I, I like to watch a lot of interviews online mm-hmm. and so victor cruz was on like the breakfast club which was terrible <laughs> that's not 97 it's on a uh, Power 105. Okay. It's terrible. Even friend. worse. Than Very, yeah, like various reasons. But that's not the point. So, so Victor Cruz was talking <laughs> so about... So I was listening to this garbage TV show. <laughs> this more, garbage there's radio There's show. more to that, but let me just get to... Remember so- Star and Buck Wild <laughs> and Wendy Williams? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I drive to in the morning. Listen, there's... I get a little <laughs> agitated when I'm at work. I don't know why. Why would I be so agitated when I'm what at else? work? What else? What else? What else? So, so Victor Cruz was on, right? Okay. 
And he was talking about how with his daughter, he's going to have her play an individual sport. Uh, because for women, that's how you make money, right? It's not that I was going to be, uh, I wasn't going to be a yeah, professional, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. But just like, yeah, like you get more, I think, out of a tennis, a golf. Remember that girl? What's her Michelle name, Kim? Yeah, we, sorry. <laughs> Look at my racist ass. <laughs> it was a Korean name. It was either Moon or Kim. Or Lee, but spelled L-I versus take this out. L-E. Please take this out. So, so yeah, so he said that. And yeah. then also I just think like I didn't, wouldn't have had to deal with, there's great elements of team atmosphere. Okay. But there's also. So what were the bad parts of it? I had to rely on other people. <laughs> I mean, I'm learning about that. No, so it's interesting. I always, I loved soccer. Yeah. I loved it and would have played here we go. <laughs> Something that we need to take out, but I won't take out. <laughs> I would have played it more than I played tennis, if not for dad. Yes. So tennis allowed me to be in an individual sport that relied on like, it's just you and the other player and there's no crowd intervention. You can't talk. Yes. You can't scream. You yes. got to stay quiet in between points and stuff. The white sports. The white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me take that. Why am I? Why? Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> I took yeah. that back. I took that back. I took that back. Serena's a player. She's number one. Anyway. That's right. She dusted that girl yesterday too. Oh, Had a little, a little tough time in the second set. But, but see, yeah. Here, okay. I don't want to go into Serena. But yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the reason why I left. So- I just I couldn't. I, you know, the coaching and the screaming from the sidelines. And the last time I played was freshman year. And wow. I, I enjoy I the team dynamic more yeah. because it's not just about you. You have your other, your other teammates that you yeah. can depend on to help you out, you know. And when things go bad, you, you, do, you suffer as a team together versus... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, still, I was thinking yesterday about a match I had junior year of college. Yeah. We had an invitational at uh, my school. I went to the College of New Jersey. We invited like Monmouth University, all the D1 schools. We were a D3 school. We invited yeah. Seton Hall, Monmouth University, uh, like Lehigh, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, all these top, top, uh, top uh, rated schools yeah. in the Northeast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played this kid first round, six, six love first set, five, two second set, yeah. three match points. Couldn't couldn't get it. Yeah. He he somehow comes back and wins yeah. the second set, third set. I'm up like five four. Yeah. Another three match points. Couldn't get it. He ended up beating me. I was thinking about that yesterday. It was twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so when you take those losses, they stay with you. That's like true. yeah yeah. Whereas yeah. as a team, I'm sure there's some some pain that LeBron felt when he lost against whoever, like the Spurs that one year. Yeah 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 and, yeah. Yeah, I mean... But you commiserate as a team about it. It's like, oh, remember how he got dusted by those guys? When it's yeah. the individual, it's just like... It's you, all you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in, so, yes, I agree. That was something that I later, in like my senior year, really started to understand yeah, what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. But I think for me, I was... Also because I played... I played girls soccer at Columbia, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not no comparison to the not, boys. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's like I didn't. We didn't have Chiswick as our yeah, legendary yeah. coach, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot. Rest different. in peace. Yes, may he, may he, like because he, he was also like a volleyball, like a yeah, gym coached, teacher. I think he coached the women's coached, volleyball yeah, team too. That was undefeated for like ten years. I mean, he was 
a genius. Like, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I remember I would have him, like, in, like, gym class towards the end of his career. Yeah. So, like, we would just talk and chat or whatever. If I can... Okay, let me... <laughs> Like, just let that go. Um, this is how Mr. Kijuis talk show. Sometimes you can understand what he's saying, but it's genius tennis player, yeah. genius volleyball coach. And there's so here's the thing too about that too is I played with twins. Uh, I don't remember them. Yeah, I played with twins. So so they're used to like the Cougars. Remember the Cougars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, yeah, I remember Cougars, watching yeah. you when you were little yeah. playing, and you always had that huge chick that was a goalie. Oh, Jen? Yeah, Jen's yeah, yeah. A, I mean, I love Jen. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, that that's the positive, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, if I Great see teammates. Jen, like, my God, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she played basketball. Too. She was, like, an all-around yeah. sports woman. Super athlete, yeah. Um, so, the twins. Yeah, so the twins, I you know, we had known each other since whatever. Mm-hmm. Their dad was British. Okay. And he was a soccer guy. Uh, uh, okay. And he was, like you know excellent right like, they weren't identical Is they that... were they were oh, okay they were and they for the most part looked almost you know okay. pretty much the same but um so like you know i would always chat with him and then dad would chat with him and stuff and he was like my favorite guy yeah, right yeah, yeah. and i loved them too yeah yeah and what's crazy is the year after we graduated i went back to watch a game a girls game and he was coaching and I turned to like my, like, you know, our, to my teammate and I was like, so this is what's happening right now? <laughs> like I was still mad. Like, so. Like he should have been your coach? Yes. Uh, we we would have been in a completely different. Like, and what would happen too is that our coach at the time had him come and do, cause he like for work did like, I think it was like physical therapy or something uh, like that. Okay. So he would come in and like during preseason and coach us and do like, I don't know. Stuff. Drills and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like, but it wasn't soccer. It was just like, you know, you would, you know, like calisthenics yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, like I still, I'm just like where we could have been. <laughs> cause I got good. That was the thing. Cause dad, like it was just this one, I think it was like sophomore year. Cause what happened for me was freshman year mom and dad decided that we were going to spain like it was it was one of those things where it was mm-hmm. like they opened my mom opened my door and said pack your bags we're going to right <laughs> and i was like excuse me like what i'm sorry what oh me? my god right and like and i had you know i was ready to like practice every day like go well to that's Montana. better I'm, so, I'm sorry i gotta yeah. cut you off and take you back <laughs> to 19 1982 yeah. so that's better than Mom opening up the door when you're six and being like, pack your bags. You're going to Peru to learn Spanish for the entire summer by yourself. I'm not going with you. Taking me to the airport and being like, see this random person? You want to go on the plane with them? And oh you, you, you don't need their grandma. You don't need their, uh, my friend's mother over there. Yeah, I know you never have seen her. I'll see you later. And then you get on a plane by yourself. Oh my God. Fly over to, to Peru. And then Jesus. I'm there with some, some, some crazy fat lady. Who <laughs> okay. beats Let's me as much. That. Let's attract the fat part. It's oh okay. Oh my God. Well, she was old. Yeah. No. She, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I love Mrs. Kano. Yeah, You're talking yeah. about Mrs. Kano. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So then I was in Peru all summer long catching beatings like. Oh, she was beating? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Just like mom and dad. It was just like home. <laughs> Just a little taste of home. Can't understand anything. Yeah, Don't yeah. understand the language. Didn't learn a lick. Caught a few beatings. But yeah, good times. So yeah, that's... <laughs> th- so I remember mom saying that to me and I was just like, nah. yeah. 
But I guess like back in those days, yeah, yeah, like yeah. You could, your little yeah. kid could go on a plane and just by himself, yeah, yeah crazy yeah. to another country. Yeah. So. So that's why I get on my son sometimes. I'm like, come on, because he's just the other day my wife's like feeding him. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Seven-Year-Old, I'm grown up. (laughs) Can you at least feed yourself? Yeah. Before I put you on a plane to India? (laughs) Exactly. Like, yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, okay? When you guys decide you're going to go to to India for your wedding, Mm -hmm. I was like, I know there are a billion people. You know, you obviously know my issues. So, like, I was like, there are a billion people there. Like, and I was, it was so stereotypical in my head. I'm thinking, like, I'm just going to be walking. Like, I can't move. I can't move. Oh, we were sometimes, though. And, like, but... But that's the like what I love about travel is that after yeah. that first day, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. becomes normal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the new normal. Yeah, 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 like yeah. you know, I didn't even hear the loud sounds anymore. It was just yeah, like yeah. this low lull, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, like he's yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. I wish that kind of that we went to Haiti when we were younger, like all yeah. my other friends that yeah, yeah, were first yeah. generation that went. You know, yeah, 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 in yeah. the case of mom and dad, they were always trying to like. Tell Priscilla we're gonna. <laughs> that was the punishment. Like, yeah, we're gonna ship you off. This mom in your face, like two, you know, like in your ear, like we're gonna ship you off. Two inches from your face. And we're gonna, you're gonna go to Africa. I don't know about Africa, but your father tells me that is is you're gonna go there. You're gonna go to the farm. We don't know if they have. I don't even know if we have farm. <laughs> but your grandmother gonna make you right and it's just like in your face yeah yeah, yeah. you got a lot of nerve <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so wait so going back to you <laughs> your mom walks in and says uh we're oh, going to spain yeah. <laughs> Do you so remember? she comes in so yeah it's about to be my freshman year of high school and like not only is it a big change the positive is see here's the positive being the youngest is that I always had preparation for my, my siblings, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like Priscilla like looked at my schedule and was like, I know this teacher, I know this, whatever, right? Uh, or I would maybe mention something to you and be like, yeah, like, you know, there's the A-wing, the B, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that made it a little better, but you know, this was this new sport, you know, the sport and it's it's a whole training thing, two, two a days, like, I'm just yeah, like, whoa, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah, so mom walks in and is like, so we're going to Spain today. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to pack your bag. That's how it's, why it's easy for me to pack bags, like, yeah, yeah. fast, You right? never know. And she's like, and so, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't that day, but it was literally, like, a few days later, though, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I have, like, preseason in, like, a month, like, if, if maybe a month, right? Nobody care about that pre- <laughs> preseason. <laughs> Get out of here. If you have a Haitian mother, the, yeah. the R turns into a W. That's right. Okay? P-W-E. <laughs> preseason. <laughs> So, and you would think dad would like, but see, he, for him, it's like, he's going to go see his friends yeah, and, and all yeah. that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, he was a great coach, too, so he could come back and yeah, just be yeah. like, let's, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're going number one, two, you're number five, whatever, yeah, on the yeah. thing, right? So, I was pissed, and I decided I was going to, I brought my, a few balls with me, I brought uh, oh, wow. my, my cleats with me. And then I was pissed because when I got to Spain, like it was in America and they play on sand. Yeah, everything is dirt. It's crazy. But they have like no grass in Madrid. It's so crazy. But the positive of that was that it was a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. So that helped with like my practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So every day I was just kind of religious. And they're about out it. there every day yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. was I went out every like I talked to Paco or somebody and was like you know where's the field? Yeah. yeah. And then I went and I played every single day and I ran every day I think. Wow. And wow. then I came back and I came back like a week week late. Mm. And I still to your point of like I still think to and this doesn't even matter in my life like. Yeah. But I still think about it because I probably would have. So the two twins I was talking about, like they were varsity because they had been there. Oh, that's right. right. I remember that. Now I remember who you. It wasn't just twins, right? They had like a, a big family. I thought they had bro other brothers and sisters and stuff. Well, they had a sister. Okay. Um, I do remember they were very athletic, very yeah. like uh, risk taking, slide tackle, or at least one of them was. Or maybe I'm thinking of another girl. But anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I get back yep. um, a week late. Yeah, a week late, and I, I'm on JV. Uh, they had a freshman team, though. Yeah, so I was yeah. good enough to get on the JV yeah, team. But yeah. like, I would, and so I was to think the positive of that, though, too, is that I, I was a starter, so I always played. But the negative. This is your freshman year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I always played. I was a starter on the JV team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I could have absolutely been on that because all these young girls that were playing with me like yeah, yeah, we were all at the, all the same, same level, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. they so in their case they were they were on the bench mm, only oh, like one one girl um they were friends with because she like her parents are british too or something yeah, yeah. and so they were friends with she was like fantastic right so she was a freshman starting wow but <clears throat> on the on the varsity team so like i was just relegated to like the jv team mm. one of the twins actually was on the jv team too or moved uh, back down to okay. the jv team or something like that but so, so yeah, like, you know, I think I had like one or two chances to go and play on the varsity team. And I think dad at one point was like, <laughs> about the coach. Like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. he like did something where like he took me off one day. And so we would play. So in South Orange, you know, so here's the Baird Center. Yep. There's the, the other field on the side of the, yeah. and then the tennis courts. So you would also play across the street on yep. Flood Hill. So Flood the JV Hill. team would play on Flood Hill. Okay. So I was, there was one game like towards the end of the season when the coach asked me to, from the varsity team to walk across oh, okay. and play, right? Yeah. Dad, and what's crazy is dad, I think made it to most of my games. Like, wow. So I don't know. I don't remember if like, maybe he wasn't coaching one of the teams that year, like. Oh, fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think he like was that. just, he was coaching tennis, only boys tennis at that time. Because I was towards the end, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he somehow, some way. And I'll sidebar on this too. So when I was younger, I would complain to mom and said, Oh, nobody comes to my, my no, no, no. I complained and said, mom, dad's embarrassing me. And he's <laughs> making me nervous. And she uh, talked to him about it. Oh. And he like, all he just, and my mom, what mom to later told me, she's like, you know, I told your father, just get your chair. See why down there. And just watch. What's the point? Why, why, why? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah, he would say things here and there. Maybe oh, he would coach a little bit. But he toned bit. it down for you. Yeah. yeah. And like my teammates, because he was good, would be like, "Yo, he's got to coach more." Like yeah, <laughs> he yeah, like yeah. get on the other side, then right? But yeah. So like. <laughs> funny. So he like calmed down, so it was easier. I gotcha. But so then that day, like I, you know, I it was halftime. I told Dad, I was like, "Yeah, they want me to come up that way." So he, you know, drove the Aristar around. How can around. you like have like a lineup that you set for the start of the game and then be like, "Uh, um, we're gonna pull in a sub from." Which uh. I love this coach. He was a nice guy, but obviously he was. Yeah, he just was okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So Dad drives the Aristar over. <laughs> And, and I go, and then I'm just on the bench the whole time. He didn't get me in. 
Nice. Yeah. Front row seat. Yeah. <laughs> the next time he got me in, it was a night game with like against Livingston. Because uh, that was always, that was a rival. Uh, so, and I got in for like five minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by that time, it was like, you know, there were two games left, something like that. <laughs> Season's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that next year, I, I did get on varsity. I still wasn't as good as I could have been, but I was a starter. Yeah, yeah. And then towards the end of the season, dad was like, you're trash. So <laughs> he didn't say, you know, yeah, well, yeah. he did actually. What am I saying? Yeah, but, you know, and he, towards the end of the season, sophomore year, he took me out every single day after school, I think. Wow. At some point, like, it was after, sometimes it was after, like, a game. Yeah. And he just, you know, we just, and he, you know. Yeah. And he was the drill sergeant. Wow. And I look back and I'm like, first of all, you know, with sports with dad, those are the times where you spend the most time with him, Mm -hmm. right? You connected with him the most, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Not true for me, but continue your point. (laughs) So, yeah. So... (laughs) But the other thing too is that like, you know, that was probably, now that I'm thinking about it, that was probably one of the first times that I mm-hmm. had a battle with somebody, right? In an emotional way. Ah, uh, okay. You know, cause, and he was, you know, cause dad obviously had the experience that he had. So he always knew how to get, like, you know, he yeah. always had, knew how to maneuver mm-hmm. and get you back. Right. And yeah. so like, so there have been times where it was like, it was like towards the end and I just was going slow and he was like, slow, right? <laughs> or like, you know, like. Speed it up or something, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, look, right? right? Get like, up, get yeah, up. yeah, yeah, something, right? <laughs> and I would push back, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was my only time in my life when I would like, you know, actually do that with dad, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting. Look, thinking about it now, like that was probably one of the times where, like, you know, I gained some kind of, you know, something, you mm-hmm. know, confidence or moxie or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I always knew at the end that, like. Cause then I would go play and see the change, the right? Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, I'd be like, yeah. okay, fine, I'll, you know, <laughs> you know, touche, whatever. Yeah. So you yeah. said that you made a point. You said that uh, sports is uh, the one time when we all were able to connect with dad. So you, the the girls in the family had sports, yeah. and I had sports too. So Priscilla had tennis. I had tennis and soccer. You had soccer, but I also had. Construction <laughs> with a slumlord <laughs> in Newark. <laughs> oh, dad was a slumlord? Yeah. yeah. Still kind of is, but oh it's okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so yeah. dad owned, for, for the <gasps> listeners, so a six-family apartment on a, on a hood street in Newark where you would stand outside and watch people dealing drugs right in front of your face. Yeah. Then he had across the street, he had a three family on that same street. He had one three family in Irvington, New Jersey, mm. and the three family in wow. East Orange. It was that many? New Jersey at the same time. Wow. And he needed somebody who could do some free labor <laughs> <laughs> from age 13, 12, 13 to 17. Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know what? Like, while you're saying this, I'm remembering a specific moment when mom and I stopped by and you were like hoeing. Like, <laughs> like you had a literal hoe, like hoeing the lawn. And I just remember you being like, ugh, or something, you know, like something. Like, I don't know. And I was like, this is interesting. And yeah, like, we just exactly. Right? And then we In just... this air conditioning <laughs> car. <laughs> this <And> is. <laughs> Wait, we, mom, slavery still exists in <laughs> 1991? You know, we just hopped back in the car and I think we were like off to Pennsylvania that yeah, That's right. Yeah, every summer and I stayed home and I was... Six buildings. But you know, so mom told me later on... It was like 20 units total. It was crazy. So mom told me later on that... <laughs> so here's the thing about mom and dad, or at least with mom, right? Mm-hmm. Which I might get this from her. 
is that she does her research. Like she, yeah. yeah. So like how they were going to do it, I think mom wasn't too excited about it. Mm, but she, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but she went and went with it. Yeah. And, but she told him, let's go do, take these real estate courses. Mm-hmm. You which know, you which know they this? did. Which oh, they, they did. did. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think she was taking the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. He wasn't. And <laughs> no. he wasn't Jeremy. He was not Jeremy. Okay? <laughs> so, and yeah, and like he didn't imagine. So that's the thing with mom and dad, as I, over the years, have analyzed their relationship a bit, is that, you know, I think Priscilla said this too, they... They were a good team in a lot of ways. They could have been an extraordinary team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because if dad let her, if dad wasn't a machismo kind of dude, yeah, yeah. and he's not always, that's not, you know, I'm not going to paint that. No, I mean, let's, let's be, because I'm a product of my father. I know, I know who I am. So yeah. it's there. The, the machismo is definitely there. Yeah. Like it's just almost a struggle sometimes to turn that down. So yeah. if I am a certain way, a child of the 80s, then what is a child of the 50s? <laughs> What's he going to be like, you yeah. know? So yeah. yeah. Who's African? Who's West African? <laughs> Although technically it's not West Africa. It's apparently Central, but I still think it's West. Get out of here. Because it's in the like armpit. If you ask Africans, they are like, no. That's not West Africa, but Nigeria is West Africa. (laughs) Get out of here. I know. I still, I don't, I just, I'm like, screw you. Like, I'm still, I I know what jollof is, right? Like, (laughs) okay, we have our own, or dad just knows how to cook it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like if he let her or he was more of a partner with her, they would have been, that's, I didn't even know. You just told me that there are six units with, or six Built, how many buildings? It was four buildings. Four buildings with 20 Let's units. Let's count the units. Six plus three plus three plus three. So like 15. Yeah. And there was another one. Yeah, there were two in East Orange, I think, at one point, And they sold one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. 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 So when they, they took the quote, now when I have my podcast with, with mom, all this will be corrected. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. That is a complete lie. <laughs> Yeah. But they took the course, and one of the things they said in the course is don't, don't, don't be so big. Don't yeah. start off so big. Start small. And then find a good neighborhood and make sure all of your, your places are in that same area. Are in the same area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for us, we lived in West Orange. That means find a place in West Orange or find a place in, you know, wherever, yeah. Montclair or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Very and then start there, make sure people can pay their rent and then build up from there. Wow. So that is like, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to do the opposite. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then yeah. if you look at fast forward, right? So there's this one time, I might have mentioned it to you, when mom and dad both just got their properties, right? Yep. And I'm telling dad about it, just like out of happenstance. Like, you know, mom moved from my, I moved, mom moved into the apartment that I was in, right? Right, And he was like such a hater. He was like, oh, our castles, right? Yeah. So before you go on, so the background on this is our parents were married for 30 years and split up after 30 years. We'll go into that later. (laughs) (laughs) So So they're they're split up at this point. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I forgot we're on a podcast. (laughs) Um, So... So yeah, like he was a little hater and, and you can see the difference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the case of dad, and here's the thing, like dad is the most, he's like, when we talk about everybody in the, like us siblings, 
I think Priscilla gets her smarts from dad 100%, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. he's outrageously, he's very street smart too, but he's outrageously yeah, smart, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, scary. yeah, so like, you know, it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't understand how to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but when, like, we were talking, you know, the other day, you know, when you have a slightly scarcity approach to things, yeah, yeah. you might do things a little differently. But so anyway, so like, you know, his, I, cause remember, remember not even when I was living with him, which I don't need to get into that whole situation when I graduated from college and was on his couch. But, um, you know, he had me be his little secretary, mm-hmm. right? And so I was, and honestly, like, you know, I'm learning about boundaries a bit more now. Mm-hmm. But there was some benefit to that. that was, there was something about that that I, like, appreciated, mm-hmm. like, the business side of that, yeah, right? Yeah. But he didn't care about that. He was just going to Spain. <laughs> and that was all that mattered to him. Yeah, but, yeah. but anyway, so... You know, I would drive over to those spots, like, yeah, yeah. and it was it was better than twenty years ago. Yeah, but it wasn't that much better. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. tenants were a bit better, sure, I figure. But then you go down, literally down the like, literally because his one of his apartment buildings that he owns now. Yes, that he owns now. You go straight down. You head to to the comp, to mom's complex. Uh, right. Oh. Yes. I think around, like if you make you maybe yeah, take a little bit of a left yeah, or a right, yeah, 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 yeah. but you go straight down. You head to to mom's complex, and it's light and day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's like yes, mom has to deal with her, you know, you know Renee or yeah, whatever. I don't know her, but yeah. <laughs> There's a story about her with her. Let's hear it. So, so mom, I was kind of a semi secretary for mom too, like when I had moved into her apartment, or you know what I mean. Yeah, right? yeah. So. So she just got Renee, and Renee's apartment is a upstairs downstairs. Yeah. Um, and mom did a great job, like remodeling it and everything. Mm. And See, like you said before, she learned the lessons though. So mom lives in Maplewood in a development. She found another place in the development. You're right. And rented that place. She found two places yes. in the development and rented one out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and continues to look for deals in that development because <laughs> so she knows true. it's close to the train station. It's in a decent neighborhood. The school system's decent. Yeah. People will pay their rent. Yeah. 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 So I'm just, I suck my teeth because I'm thinking about all the things I'm learning right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess I'll just, you know, tuck away for later. But so Renee. So yeah. So she, so mom, I guess that was maybe one of her first years going to Haiti for the mm-hmm. six months. And she was like, okay, so this is what you're going to do. <laughs> I go, this is when there's number nine seven three <laughs> five nine whatever whatever right call her this day this day this and that's the thing with mom too mm-hmm. you gotta give she's wild and crazy yeah yeah that's sometimes what Haitians be right it's yeah, in the yeah. blood but at the same time for her at least personality wise very on top of things yeah, right yeah yeah so that's sometimes it was and that's the mixture right it's like in one breath super unpredictable but in another breath like super, yeah, super street yes. smart survivor yeah yeah and yeah. like tells you how it's gonna be so so she was like yeah call yeah okay so i'm like all right you know here the day comes i call why do you have to call on these i i'm just saying maybe it was just one day yeah, like, yeah call yeah. on this one day i, I see know. i see but i remember she was like but keep in touch something like that like keep in touch make sure you're the person you're the first person that she calls. Oh, i got you i got you yeah and like remember you know judy and, and her husband Evans, yeah. yeah so like they were kind of in the mix too mm-hmm. but i guess i was the first person yeah, i don't know yeah. so so i call renee and i think it was maybe it was about Ren. i don't know but i call renee and i said hi is this renee blah 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 and she's like no it isn't 
was like, ain't no IRS person gonna yeah. catch me and some trick question. Yeah, and I was like, uh, you sure? <laughs> and she's like, don't know who Renee. It was like something crazy yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, fine. I hang up the phone, right? And I'm like, okay. Call him back. Right. Like, exactly. In my head is literally mom. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, a flashback of a situation. So I'm like, okay, let me take a deep breath. Let me calm down. I'm going to call back in a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Call back. I'm like, hi, Renee. Let me start. <laughs> Let's pause. Let yeah. me just let you know. I'm, you know, Rosie's daughter, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then she's like, oh. Hey, know, girl. Yeah. She's like, oh, you know, just sometimes I don't know who's calling. And I yeah. don't know the number. But it was just like, I always, you know, I always say that to mom. Like. Remember that time when she was like, it's not Renee here. There ain't no Renee here. Right? I'm like, okay. Right? And I've been to Renee's house and like the whole, you know, she's yeah. interesting, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, I don't know where we were before that. We're but. basically talking about their different approaches to, to having apartments. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, so yeah, I don't know. But now fast forward, it's like. So, you know, we're on this podcast and being honest, mm-hmm. um, you know, when after senior year of co- college, because you remember how all this stuff happened with me moving to dad's? Mm, no. Okay. So, let me, yeah. so for our viewers or for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so mom, it was another situation like mom. So senior year of college, I'm about to be done. Are you living we're on in, campus? No, you... I never lived on campus. So okay. We were in Bloomfield. I was in a two-bedroom. Remember the oh, two-bedroom? Right, 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 right. In Bloomfield. Mom comes up to me maybe like t- two weeks before graduation, <laughs> knocks on my door again, mm-hmm. and she's like, so listen, <laughs> I just want to tell you, you have two weeks to get a job. If you don't get a job, you're out of my house. Oh my god. Okay. So uh, Okay, so I you know, I'm kinda like semi wanted to like call her bluff, but mm-hmm. I'm like, it's been four years, yep. right? I didn't live on campus. Like I gotta say though, mom, you know, lightened up yeah, in yeah. those four years considerably. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with me. So so that was good. But like, you know, I'm not gonna lie too, looking back ten how uh eight years ago. Yeah. You know, I was not a good roommate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I didn't clean that much. I didn't, you yeah. know, carry my weight that much, you know? So she had a right to just, you know... Pe- but, of course, with our parent, particularly with our mother, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's like, again, the unpredictability, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, instead of, like, a, re- a parent that would be a little more... Have a little more nuance, yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? would tell you and maybe sometimes you just figure that stuff out at the time but it's like would tell you or like would say to you like okay i know because that was 2010 yeah that was less like barack obama was just getting the 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 you know unemployment rate down it was like like 12 percent getting it down to like 10 right Yeah, yeah, yeah so you know and so like here she was like so you're gonna leave my house Pack your ba- that's that was mom's that's pack what I'm your saying. bags pack your bags yeah get ready to pack your bags right yeah 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 and so you know and i'm just like i'm 22 what do i know about anything right, right. so so yeah so like i the summer starts and then not only that like we would be at graduation i was at graduation my graduation lunch with you know my double trouble godmothers mm-hmm. and mom was saying again she was like you know no she's gonna get out <laughs> She's going to get out of this house. That's what she's going to do, right? 
Okay. And I'm just like, whatever. So then fast forward, I'm like, obviously this is real. So I go to dad's and I was like, dad, like, you know who mom is. This mm -hmm. is the situation. And listen, I will, I will, I have learned with dad is that he, the door is always open, right? Yep, and he's very, where mom is, you know, can tell you like, how do I say this? Like, you know, can do stuff like be like, tomorrow I'm leaving. Or You're right, right. Just very dramatic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad is very measured. Yes, the, yeah. they're the polar opposites, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they could have sure. learned a lot from yeah, each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm sure they, whoops, I'm sure they did learn a bit, but it was like a. Did they though? <laughs> but like, that was the, you know, I sat down with dad on those moldy couches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, I, and in one breath, I would think. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like very emotional because I'm like, yo, I'm about to be kicked out, yeah, yeah. you know? And like, he's like, well, you can come here, right? Yeah, yeah. And because dad is who he is, though, even though they expressed in the court order, whatever it's called, in the divorce, that he was supposed to get a second bedroom, he didn't. Mm. So, so yeah, so I had to like. I didn't know about all that. Yeah, so like, you know, mom tells all her business sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But. So like, yeah, that's what he was supposed to do. Uh, and so okay. I, yeah, so I like ended up having to sleep, see like how- I have a second bedroom <laughs> sitting on it. Yeah, exactly. And it's moldy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, cause yeah, he's yeah. not thinking in the, no. and, and understanding dad now, like maybe I'll figure out in the future, like what family means to him and what it doesn't, right? Here's somebody in his twenties that left yeah. his country and went yeah, like yeah, yeah, halfway yeah. across the world. Oh, right? it means everything to him. I'll you tell know? you that, but go on. Yeah, so, so yeah, so like I packed my, <laughs> I packed them bags, and mind you, there was more to it because mom had moved to your apartment, like very oh, soon right, after. Right, so right, I'm right. sure there was more to the story, but yeah, yeah. so I had yeah, I was in his apartment, sleeping on his couch. He did have a, a air mattress, so I just didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. And um, don't know where I was going with this, but um. Door, you, door was open though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, I think where you were going about it was uh, mom and the unpredictability of how she. So, I wrote down a note about it. Yeah. And uh, to kind of ex explain, I, I don't think you need explaining, but maybe for our listeners, they need a little bit of explaining about my mother. So, long story short, um, she was living in Haiti and born in Haiti, living there for 12, 13 years. And, uh, you know, they had a dictator for God knows how many years over there. And uh, after the dictator died, his son took over. But at the time, the dictator, Papa Doc, I don't know what, we'll never know like what the family story yeah. was, what the real truth was. But at one point in time, they came when she was 13. They, the government police, or whatever you want to call them, the Tante Maku or whatever, they came, grabbed, snatched up my mother's father and my mother's uncle, who they were very tight, ran businesses together. Snatched them up. That was the last time she saw her father and her uncle. And then they had to, quote unquote, pack their bags. Interesting. Yep. Wow. So they had to pack their bags. Um, let's say that happened around her birthday. They packed their bags and they were on the run in the summertime in the mountains of Haiti because they were lighting neighborhoods on fire. They were pulling people out of their houses and shooting them point blank range. So mm. these guys were on the run. A family of two families total, who knows, 20, 20, 20 in total between yeah. the two families on the run in Haiti throughout the summer, trying to figure out a way to survive, sleeping in like a tin, tin shack at, 
uh, hiding during the day and sweltering heat and only coming out at night to use the bathroom and stuff. And then somehow uh, mom's older cousin who had been traveling and stuff figured out a uh, foster family for mom to come and live with. So she came and lived with this foster family, the Gimbers in yeah. Glen Ridge, New Jersey. She came Verona, in like, Verona. Verona. Yeah. She came in like 65. It's a white family. Uh, I think I forget Mrs. Gimber, who was actually my godmother, and Mr. Gimber, who passed away. He was also my godfather. Hmm. They were a family that um, they had uh, like three kids, and they wanted like uh, kind of like a playmate for their youngest son. And so that's what they chose mom. Yeah. And she lived with them until college. And uh, yeah, so that's her story. So that whole concept of like anything can happen at any moment. And if I, and I think part of it too is like if I can deal with it and I can prepare for it, then my kids should be able to deal with it. That's true. So that's why (laughs) when you're, when you're, how old are you? 21 at the time. And she's like, this chicken should be able to live on her own. And it doesn't matter that she's American and she didn't have to take care of herself at 13. She can handle all that. Um, You're moving out or whatever. Pack your bags. That is so interesting. So there's your uh, history lesson and the reason why things happen the way they do with (laughs) with mom. Pack your bags. That's it. Let me check this, this text message. We have been talking for 50 minutes. Nice. Gee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was going to say something about that, though. Oh, something about Mrs. Gimber or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, long story short, though, that, you know, that trauma, you know, had a cascading effect on everybody. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, which honestly, you know, we're some generations going forward, right? It's like, you know, like, you know, the whole thing about how like black people who... epigenetics. I think that was, is that what you're going to say? Like, it's like uh, when you, when you deal with something and it, it becomes a part of your genes and you pass it along to your yeah, children. Yeah, so like, you know, yeah, yeah. like if you are legacy of slavery, like yeah, there's yeah. some serious issues there internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just based on, you know, exactly the genetic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and it's affected all of them. So my mother has how many siblings? Four siblings? Is five, that right? Five. Five siblings. Yeah. And that whole experience of being in Haiti, my mom was the oldest kid. That experience affected all of them in some way. Yeah. Like down the line. Yeah. Down the line. So mom, not going too far into it, and she'll be like, that's not who I am, but <laughs> has issues, serious issues, like separation issues, yeah. like... Um, I'm in agreement. Yes. Can't 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 deal with like my whole thing was like going to college was a big thing for her. And every time I left to go to college, it was like drama. Yeah, drama yeah. and emo- this emotional outpouring of like fear and like she would oh say the most awful things, you know. Yeah. Because you in her head it's like you leave, you may not come back because that's what she knew when she yeah. was. 13. And then we have our next aunt, Fofo. What can you say about Fofo? Well, let me say this. Out of all, okay, all six, from my, and mind you, your perspective is a little different. Like, there was one day that somebody said, I think your wife said, like, you know, Magali called your brother. And I was like, Magali's calling my brother? Like, (laughs) but like, you have a real relationship, like, in a different way, closer in age, all that, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, Fofo 
is slightly healthier than the rest. I think Magley for sure. Yeah. In her own ways. Like she was the one that would hug you and tell you mm. I love you. Oh and all my that stuff, Oh, right? that's the other thing. Mom until recently has not been able to give hugs, not being able yeah. to give kisses. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, there's yeah. So there's history there that yeah. I don't know about then. Um, we'll get it on the we'll get it on the pod, Mom, when you're a guest. <laughs> she won't? Yeah, she won't. But <laughs> <laughs> But um which is understandable. But so yeah, like uh, you know, I think, you know, just Judy, who's the youngest, right? Like, I understand her a bit more than, so mm. that's why, like, when I talk, it's funny. <laughs> so, I think when we, when, did, when we got, no, when mom got back from Haiti this past, you know, so I guess, like, five months ago, six months yep. ago, right? We went, to, remember when we went, uh, for, was it five, someday, we had some kind of, remember that, like, southern place? Yes. We the kids? Yeah. In so, Maplewood. we went there a couple of days before, or okay. not a couple days before, like, a couple of weeks before. Yep. Right? And so I'm chatting with her about stuff and, you know, Judy has her stuff going on and mom is like, you know, you know, Judy's trying to tell me what to do. No, no, no. I'm the oldest. I, 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 I want her show, right? She doesn't tell me what to do, right? And the time that I noticed this before, so it was funny to me and it was cute to me yeah. too, right? When I noticed this before was when we were in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. all the sisters were there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone goes, it's true. Like you spend time with your family, everyone goes back to in a particular the way they mode, were. right? Yeah, yeah. And so it was like mom would be like, you know, to Fofo would be like, when we we're trying to figure out plans, she'd be like, I'm leaving you. <laughs> and like walk out, right? Like, I'm going to give you five minutes. <laughs> to Fofo? Yeah, like, and you know what? Fofo's three years younger and they're in their 50s at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. Early 60s maybe, right? And she's like, I'm counting to 10. Everybody, if you're not ready to go, I'm leaving everybody, right? And like Judy's like in the corner, like, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, everyone's yeah. like in their yeah, own yeah, little. Yeah. You fall into your, yeah. your old ways. And yeah. here's mom like running the show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. So, you know, and it's like, it's interesting again. Like, I, again, I think, you know, I haven't read too much into, uh, what do you call it? Um, like, you know, where you're born. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But I think it's like, you know, it's like mom being the oldest is a different kind of situation for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a groundedness that like you don't get from other people. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. and maybe you have that, you're the oldest too, so you probably yeah, yeah, understand yeah. that. Yeah, but... yeah, You always feel like the, because I'm the oldest on both, the oldest grandson on both sides yeah. of the family, right? So, on both sides? Both sides of the family. That's true. So you have yeah. that like weight of expectation. I've yeah. spoken to Ramya's brother about this. Yeah. So he's this, the same way. Not the eldest, but the oldest boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a boy in Indian culture, it's like, that's Asian culture. It's a big deal, right? Yeah. So you have the weight of the expectations of everybody. You feel that on you. To act the right way, to do things the right way. Yeah. To fall into line. Yeah. You know. And so with mom, too, it was like, this is what I always felt with her looking now, is that she was always the stable one for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember this one time, Judy had like, she was doing her uh, engagement party or something, and she like walked up to mom. And was like, "I'm co- I'm I'm coming over this week. <laughs> like I'm coming over. I invited everybody. Didn't tell you, right? And yeah. it was in our house. Like, mind you, that's our culture. So yeah, it's yeah. like open door in our family's culture. Open door the policy, policy yeah. right? But like, you know, mom was always this. Everyone would come to our house, mm-hmm. right? That was the stability piece of it. And I'm sure it doesn't, maybe it doesn't always have to do with age yeah. in the mix. Like sometimes you're that person who ends up being that person, even if you were the middle right, or whatever. Right. But 
Yeah. That's, you know, mom is honestly like after folks have passed, like mom is the matriarch. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent yeah, yeah, on both yeah. sides of her, yeah. her world, you know, on her side in terms of her siblings and then in like Sodo, for example. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. People come to her. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> right. She yeah, literally yeah, yeah. is in Soto on purpose because she's running the show. Like, <laughs> let's not lie. Like, you're there. Hey, right? hey, how are you? Listen, I'm the mayor now. I can't really <laughs> I have so much stuff to do. Administration. Yeah, right. I can't. And this computer is giving me so many. Oh, by the way, when I use the mouse and I click <laughs> and I click with my my right hand. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. She's gotten better. She has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes she regresses, but yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So she yeah, like it. that's. And the- always has things in order. So bringing it back to what we were talking about with um, the two property owners, our parents as property owners. Yeah. yeah, you were so right. If they had just, if he had taken a step back and been like, okay, I see this is what you are good at. Because she's masterful at it. Yes. She's masterful at, um, she could own 10 apartment houses, no problem. Yes. Masterful at like being able to orchestrate everything. She'll have people taking care of everything. And she'd still be able to be away for six months. Yes. And come back and, and have things in order. And so, so two things on that. Let me think about the most recent that I just popped up in my head. When I, my first campaign I ever did, which was back in 2013, I was on the, the Buono campaign. Mm-hmm. I was an organizer for the county of Essex, the best county in the state of New Jersey. Yes. Okay. So, um, so yeah, like, and that was a whole experience and it's own right, but it was about seven months. Mm-hmm. And my first campaign, I think around that time, I was 25. I'd started a little later than other folks in my industry, but um, towards the end, I had an office in Bloomfield and I asked mom to come and volunteer. Partially, initially, it was real. Like, I mean, initially my thought process was my mom speaks multiple languages. Uh, I see. So when, like, you know, when we have a list of people to call from who speak Creole, speak Spanish, Spanish yeah. speak, French, I guess it's yeah. the only two that would yeah, matter, yeah. I guess, in, yep, in yep. Essex County. But, you know, like, this is an asset to me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I always feel like that's an asset that my parents have. Like, there was a time, so sidebar, I'm going to go back. But yeah, yeah. Reese, like, in the last... I think in 2016 when I had a race, um, they needed to do some Spanish literature. And I called dad and it was like, we had to do it very fast. Like, like, you know, turn around in like less than a day, right? Um, And that lit was like gonna be a mix, a combo with my former boss and Hillary Clinton. Wow. And so they were trying to find somebody, couldn't find somebody. And I was like, well, duh, like dad, right? So I called, or I I don't know, (laughs) maybe I texted dad. And, he, you know, he's retired. He did it very fast. Wow. It might have been a little more professorial, right? Oh, I see. But it was yeah, quality, yeah. like very, yeah, very yeah. good. And it was literature, so it should be that way anyway, yeah, yeah. to be honest. And it was like, yeah, like it was a front back piece, like the whole nine. It was fantastic. Right? Wow. And I afterwards was like, excuse them, where's the raise? Like, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> like, you know, like listen, in, in I didn't actually do this myself, but I did work straight at. <laughs> but for real, but like you know, that those. I would like to put this in my uh, mid-year review, please. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say Hillary it like that. Clinton. I didn't say it like that, but you know, like I Hill. Was, this I, is for Hill. Yeah, okay. like, but I was like, because I mean, that's big. Like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. when you think about it. Because everyone's working on a race. So all the Latinx, you know, people, they're already doing all their stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so here's this, you know, African (laughs) 
who speaks Spanish, apparently, yeah. right? So, so back to mom. So I, yeah, so I would have her come in and she would like start doing stuff. So like what happens on campaigns is it's organized chaos, right? So most campaign offices are trashed. Like it's trash. Like you go to the bathroom is disgusting. Everything's wow. disgusting. Because the, Every, the, the, like the, everything is like anxious and urgent. And yes. Like, and yeah. like, and then like, you know, a printer breaks and you're like half the day's gone. Like, you know, it's just like a constant problem yeah, solving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grateful that I experienced fires, it. Fires, putting out fires. Yeah. Putting out, okay. Five years of it, definitely grateful that I was able to internalize that stuff, but it's also just like ridiculous, right? Yeah. And not all offices are like that, right? People who have experience, who've been doing it for 10 years, their office looks like a regular office, right? right? But that was my first experience. And mine wasn't that bad, but... She came in and like was just supposed to be like making phone calls as a volunteer and like started like sweeping. Wow. Right. And like started just like, you know, kind of like came in, assessed the situation and then like made some adjustments. Wow. Right. And so, um, and that was towards the end. So like with campaigns, it's called GOTV the last four days, like get out the vote. Oh. Right. I initially, <laughs> and there are people listening who have done this kind of work. I was like you too. I initially thought it meant go TV, like an actual, like somebody was like putting a camera in front of your yeah, face, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, get out the vote. So, so yeah, those last four days or two days, however you want to mm -hmm. do it. So I was like, so mom, you need to come <laughs> every day. Okay. And I, there were other offices that I had to go to. Mm -hmm. So like, and so there's this, so this is what happened. So why did you ask her? Because just something told me that like, especially after having a few days of that experience, like, I forgot, I, you know, I was reminded of who my mom is, oh, right? And that, you. like, she's gonna, this is the stability I need, right? right In right, these right. last four days right, or right, so, right. right? And so this is what happened one of those days. So maybe it's Saturday, election day is on Tuesday. I had to get in my car on, like, four or five times in that day and go to the office in East Orange, mm -hmm. okay? There's a huge, it's on Central Lab, there's yep. a huge parking I've lot in the back. been there, I think, yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um... And so I had to, you know, go back and forth and there's just like that first time that I left, I don't know if mom was there or she came in a little later, but anyway, so I go and I was there for a little longer than expected. And she somehow, somewhere, <laughs> my, so we had, which was such a stupid idea, some organizers decided to do this, but we had second phones. Okay. To use outside of the campaign. Is to that use what you for mean? the for like so volunteers called us they wouldn't have our phone uh, right or, oh okay you know okay. It's like an extra business. phone yeah, I yeah, got yeah, you yeah. So, like a business phone but I got you the budget that the Barbara Bono campaign had just give me that money in my hand like you know what right, I mean right, like right. I don't need no low low Metro PCS like no disrespect I had Metro PCS for a little bit a little I bit I tried it I tried it <laughs> a I'm a I'm, my mother is a cheap patient okay phone forever okay and my mother's a cheap patient I decided to try Metro PCS recently like on my iPhone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but anyway so it was trash but anyway <laughs> I hope you give me some money later on in the future okay Metro PCS give me a a, a pack check anyway so um. So yeah, I am over there. I have my regular phone. Yeah. My, I guess you call it burner phone, phone yeah, whatever, yeah. was ringing. Random phone number. I pick it up, or maybe it was like an intern's phone number. Yeah. I don't know. Pick it up. She's like, "Where are you? Where, where, where did you, where, where, where did you go? This office? What? Well, aren't you supposed to be in, 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 in charge of this? <laughs> What's going on over there in East? And she had gone to the East Orange office before too yeah. to do something." 
And so she's like, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put book on the right, phone. Right, right. <laughs> you, I see you're, you're walking up and down that central lab, huh? That's what it is, huh? And I was like, but mom, like, I have you there because I know that yeah. you're going to be able to take care of things. Like, yeah, and I'll yeah. be able to come back and everything will be good. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Right? <laughs> like, but yeah, like, you know, that was very helpful for yeah, that. Yeah, 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 those yeah. last few days. Because like, that's seven months. Like on any, I mean, I think in business and if you're an attorney at a high powered place, certain kinds of things, you're in entertainment, it can be rough in terms of like time oh and, my god you know but like even what i'm doing right now yeah. we're, we're, we're trying to bring 5g to the world everybody has yeah. a 4g phone right now yeah. I'm, I'm working i'm in telecom we're working on bringing 5g we're, we have a, a demo a demonstration for verizon it's happening on thursday there have been people that have been working saturday sun, and this is labor day weekend folks so everybody it's monday today everybody has off today everybody's working today <laughs> Everybody's working today until hmm. midnight, until tomorrow, until midnight. Urgency. Everything's urgent. It needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you ain't working, and that's a good thing. That's ain't right. You? <laughs> that's right. I feel like mom has a quote here. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't think of it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's. I am not the one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, but I don't know. I just have a bias, and I think, you know, in politics, particularly, so like, you know, in different like sectors of politics, right? Yeah, yeah. If you work on Capitol Hill, it's a different kind of monster, too. Okay. You know, like people get paid not so much, but are expected to, because, you know, like this is the public's work, right? Ah. So that's what I learned. So when I worked for Milo JC, like yeah, I yeah, learned yeah. that aspect where it's like, yeah, we have time off, but not really, right? Like, mm. which I don't like that. I think you should still have structure, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think some, depending on, you know, there is that, yeah, or you yeah. have to choose to do that or negotiate that, but. but Shout yeah. out to the JCs, by the way, <laughs> friends from high school. So actually, I'm curious to know about that. What were you doing for Mila JC? What so, is she? She's a councilwoman, is that right? Look at this, you know, the, I, I thought know. I taught this man, this young man, you know, I thought I taught this young man about our politics in this world, but it's okay. I did vote for her, but I don't remember what. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know what No. So I just, I had the sign on my window, so I was like, well, I got the sign on the window. <laughs> Tuesday's coming up, I'm registered. Well, at least you're registered. You know what, I'll give that to you. At least yeah. you're registered. So she's actually a state assemblywoman. Assemblywoman, that's right. Cody was the other guy. Yeah, Cody's a state senator. Yeah. Big time. Like, so his family, you know, he's an Irishman, so mm -hmm. his family is connected to another family. Mm -hmm. um, and Cody, about him, is that he... He started at like twenty in his early twenties. Young, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. a legendary kind of guy. So, mm -hmm. and has a big, you know, he's he was a former governor too. Really? Yeah, because he how things work, they switched the rule. But um, if you're former he, governor of New Jersey, yeah. So, so how they how was this, this around McGreevy when there was yes, all that so, stuff? Yeah. Okay, okay. But okay. how this works, they changed the law. So okay. if you, he used to be the Senate president. Yeah. You're second in line uh, if there's something that I happens. So they didn't used to have a lieutenant governor. I got you. So after that, so and and that's a kind of can be corrupting a little bit because yeah, it's yeah, like you're signing the things that you're actually yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So they changed that law. And now they have a lieutenant governor and, right. and so on. So, so yeah, Myla was and her story is really really interesting because it's an indication of how you can get to where you need yeah. to get to without having to do it the way that maybe yeah, the else conventional did. way. She so, was board of ed, right? Yeah, like she was a board of ed member for and, and honestly, it's because she had a passion for education, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was a board of ed member for years you know, in her community. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, I think, a typical thing. You got to really be involved in your community. Right. 
But then, you know, after that, um, you know, they had sought her out. Wow. Yeah, like, so Cody and John McKeon, who's the, the state assemblyman, yes. um, you know, he used to be a mayor in, in West Orange. Oh, yes. Yeah, great guy, yeah, great guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, a, he's a fantastic, like, you know, he remembers everyone's name. Yeah, yeah, Knows yeah. how to shake your hand really well. Yeah. You know, everyone loves him in West Orange. So, so yeah, they found her. Okay. And because there was a vacancy, mm-hmm. and that's how she, you know, got started. And now wow. she's, you know, like... It's like 15 years, if not more? It's, yeah, around there. Maybe yeah, a little yeah. maybe a little less, actually. Okay, okay. So, anyway, I... And what's crazy, too, is that I had wanted to work for her oh. for some time, yeah. Hmm. Because I thought of, like, you know, the connection between you. And so I was like, oh, maybe I can, like, intern or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just never really yep, yep, panned yep. out. But, um... With her, yeah, so like I just remember like one of my first days in the office, her chief of staff was like, you know, I mean, there's just no days off. Like that, that's not true. Like, yeah, yeah. Myla would be like, okay, we're gonna have, you know, keep talking. <laughs> I think I know what that is, but you know, Myla's like, you know, we're we're gonna have the summer off, right? Mm-hmm. Like she would do those things, right? And that was great. And you uh, could do that. You could do that. I so see. this is actually okay by law. I just want to make this clear, okay? Mm-hmm. Like you can, because in the summertime, there's no business really happening right. in Trenton, right? right? After the budget's done or, yep. you know, whatever. I don't remember. That's when I had come up to the office to see you guys. It was like a ghost. She wasn't around. It was like you and another girl or another lady. And it was just quiet. Yeah. Like super peaceful. And, and it doesn't mean that there aren't constituents that need anything. But it's like sometimes you could just close the office for a right. couple of weeks or something yep, like yep. that. So like looking back, it's crazy because I had so much more time off that I could have used. And I just didn't know how. Right. Right, but I know right. how now, isn't it more of like later in life? But so yeah, like you know, that's so that's the thing. What were you doing for her? Yeah, that was a question. Right. So I, I was her. They made a nice title for me. I was her district office director. Ah. Um, which was just like you know, I couldn't you know the chief of staff was the chief of staff, <laughs> like yeah. limited budget, but it was a nice title. Mm-hmm. It just you know it just meant I just you know worked in the office you know was the lead in the office I for the most part. We had interns. I was the one administering uh, them. You know, okay. and that was probably my first time like experiencing some version of like uh, management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, like you know, here's the thing. I think people, not to get onto this. You know, it's, it's Labor Day, okay? Yeah, 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 and yeah. Labor Day has to do with unions and all that good stuff. That's not the point. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, like, I think people with a lot of particular industries, right? It's like we have our horrible thoughts about Wall Street, right? Yeah. Wall Street versus Main Street mm-hmm. and all that stuff. In the case of politics, it's like, you know, I always have these situations where it's like sometimes I'm going on a date. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm talking to a random person at a coffee shop and I tell them what I do. And they're like, you know, some of them roll their eyes or some of them do this or that or whatever. Wow. Right. And it's because people have, you know, unless you're in it, you know, sometimes the, mis- the misconceptions are real to mm-hmm. an extent. But unless you're in it, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. My former boss, Congressman Frank Pallone, is one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. Right. And he's, he's mom's age. Wow. He works 90 hours a week, pretty much. Wow. It probably keeps him going because he loves what he does. Wow. You know, and if they win the, uh, back the house, he's going to be one of the most powerful people, you know, on Capitol Hill. Wow. Right? You know, like, yes, he has to make some hard decisions. Yes. You know, he's, ha- he's in terms of fundraising, taking some money from, you know... 
I don't want to get too much into it. Suspect but, people. <laughs> but like, you know, but see, but like, then I would get, because I would have those questions. Like, yeah. why are you taking money from right. Big Pharma, for example? Right. I hope I'm not, you know, blowing up the spot. But but it's like, he, gave, he like, you know, their staff, my coworker at the time would explain to me, like, so our boss, yeah, he might take the money. He takes it for himself. For You know, like, I he see. takes it so that we, we can get paid. Yep. Because what he does is they just what their generic thing as lobbyists is they'll give it to both sides. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right? But it's like, yeah, like he'll take the money, but he'll still vote against them. Yeah, of course, right? But people don't know that, right? And again, like with anything, yes. Like New Jersey is one of the most corrupt states in the country. Is it though? Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I love my, I love, like, listen, like, yes. Come on. But that, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. This exactly. is America. Come on. That's what I mean. So if like, it's in one place, it's everywhere. That's true. Yeah. So, like, you know, but it's the running joke of New Jersey. California, like, you know? How was, the, how was their budget? You know? <laughs> Bankrupt. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> coffers are full. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did made a few changes and now our coffers are full. You know? Get yeah. But, like, you know, and also, it's also, like, the legacy of... You know, Jersey are our... Yeah, the mafia yeah. and yeah, the mob and yeah. the Russian... Mob. Yeah, and all that stuff, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Which, again, like, I will always, no matter where I end up going, you know, settling, mm-hmm. you know, I love... Like, when we were on the on the Royal the Caribbean, yeah, I was yeah. I turned to Ramya and I think I turned to Priscilla too and I was like, there was this chick with this big hair and, like, leopard print. And I was just like, I love it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. something about it, like, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, like, just the people I've met. So, like, in politics, you know, local politics especially, you know, usually my, I, 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 my Italian friends... The, the way they make their money is either like, and I could be stereotyping horribly, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's funerals, funeral homes, or it's yeah, banquet yeah. halls, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or I guess it's like. What was the second thing? Banquet halls. Oh, banquet halls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so. Everybody yeah. has their thing. The Koreans, they do dry cleaning. The Greeks, they learned, do diners. I just learned that they do diners. I had no clue. Until oh, get I, out one of here. my political, Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, one of my political friends who's Greek, like, was like. She, I had no clue. Yeah, now yeah, it makes yeah, sense yeah, why yeah, they always yeah. have like Greek options. I read an right? article about it. It was, it was basically like you know, coming from another country, you will find something that's, um, that's a stable business and that's like most that you can rely on cash as well as credit for. So that's why those businesses, those different groups, like flock towards yeah. those specific businesses. And then once you have a few people that are in those businesses, then you get more people that yeah, are in those yeah, businesses. Yeah. 7-Elevens, that's yeah. all Gujaratis, like the Patels and Our stuff. Haitian, like, I just remember there was this one time, I know I keep, you know, we keep going around in, in, in conversation, but this was the first time I was ever discriminated against. Here we go. <laughs> by my fellow blacks, okay? <laughs> it was sophomore year or something. Went to some, me and a friend went to someone's, uh, what do you call it? Like dorm room mm-hmm. that I went to high school with. Okay. Right. So I had this friend. She knew him because she was she yeah, was Nigerian, yeah. and so we walk in there. It was him and his Ghanaian. The Nigerians, friend. the Jews, of <laughs> Africa. That's what I told my buddy Jeremy, who is Jewish. Yeah. I said, you know, the Nigerians. They're like they're always like the doctors and the lawyers. And the, so they're like they, they're called the Jews of Africa. I had no I had no clue. Yeah. I will not say that. Okay. <laughs> Political future. Okay. You know but, this man called me the Jew of. <laughs> Africa, you have a lot of nerve, and we make the best jollof rice. I tell you this. So, so yeah. So we, I sit down. We're chatting, having a good time. It's summertime, I think. I don't know. I guess you know they're taking some summer classes. Yeah, yeah. Or something. And 
so yeah, the Ghanaian and then, you know, Evo Nigerian that I knew in high school. And we're all talking and then like I tell them I'm like, Oh, I'm Haitian, I'm half Haitian and yeah. they were like, You're in our apartment? You're in our apartment oh, like you know, God. like and they were like, you know, you know, the Haitians, the Haitians, something like that. And I was yeah. like, This is the first time I'm being discriminated. They were like, It's okay. The Ghanaian, I was like, It's okay, it's okay. Is your dad uh does he own the taxis? Does he <laughs> So and I had to laugh. I had yeah, to laugh. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, my dad is the African, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yes, in Irvington, it's, it's oh, you know, yeah. Jean. You know, you, the yeah, taxis yeah. are, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, mom, yeah. when we went to, when we were going to the Royal Court, we were going to do Uber. Yeah. You know how that whole experience happened. No, we called Jacob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Jacob came. Jacob taxi. You know, I almost had an investment in, in Jacob. I would have been a multi-millionaire. I'm so mad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that mad, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was, that was the shade they were throwing at yeah, us that was being the first, So that was the first time I experienced like diasporan. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. And I think Priscilla disagrees with me a little bit. But mom and dad were just, and maybe it's because they came from different parts of the, the world, yeah, came yeah. together. But like they never were like these black Americans or these da 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 maybe when they were maybe when you were young yes. I don't know yes but they changed their tune with me like oh, mom really? was very like you know for the most part like we're all black like you know we're oh, all black we're all this we're my all... history with mom was always like to remind me like we are not you are not the same you are not the same like wow. the history of this country is like slavery segregation until the 60s We've been free for 250 years. Well, listen. Okay. Listen. So, so get get all that like kowtowing and all that stuff out of your mind. Yeah. My grandfather, his grandfather, his grandfather, his grandfather, <sighs> free. So get all that garbage out of your mind about kowtowing to these. So yeah, she said definitely said those things to 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 me too. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Go on. Go on. Listen, I mean... So let's... let's, let's well, we're going to wrap this uh, podcast <laughs> up on uh, Labor Day. Uh, just one question for yeah. you. One final question. What was it that made you want to go into public service, into politics? What was the thing? Honestly, I don't know. Like, it was just... It was a kind of serendipitous kind of thing. Like, I took a Politics 101 class. Wow. And the teacher saw that I was kind of knew what I was doing mm -hmm. and was like, he was an African dude. I don't know where he was from, but he was like, you know, he gave me this brochure and was like, you know, you should. And I, I, I was undeclared when I came in. Mm -hmm. So I, maybe I was still undeclared first semester or second of, you know, sophomore year. And he was like, you know, you should take a look at this. Like, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I looked through all the liberal arts stuff because I thought that's at least where yeah, I was going to yeah, go yeah. in. And like they had the best, whoever wrote their, you know, stuff Syllabus, had yeah. the best things. Wow. And like, and I had already had like kind of confirmation from this guy, right? So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to, wow. yeah. And I think actually I take that back. I had declared, what I did declare is Latin American studies. But it's very interdisciplinary, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't really have it, like, you know. So... So yeah, I just, and then like I started taking classes that were really good. The teachers, the professors were probably some of the best in the school, wow. you know, uh, and were really attentive mm -hmm. and, you know, and then like I, my foray officially into politics was I interned for the late Senator, the late great Senator Frank Lautenberg. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Frank Lautenberg. Yeah. That's the, uh, 
the Sea Caucus Station. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And the yeah. reason is because he was huge on transportation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So somebody, you know, honored him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and my first day. I think they renamed the Pulaski after him too. Maybe not. I may be making that up. <laughs> but go ahead. So, so my first day. Drive which, at two hundred miles an hour on that. <laughs> Cops would never be there. That's like the fastest road. Everybody in New Jersey knows it because they're like, oh yeah, I've been 150 miles an hour on that. It's That's a little two-lane bridge I'm, that you can fly off into the water on. I'm not going on the Pulaski yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, now thinking about it, like the, again, the, like the, seren- the all of things lining up. Yeah, yeah, so my yeah. first day he was there. Oh, wow. Which, you know, like you're a United States senator, you're a lot of times, especially a United States senator, not a congressperson, you're down in Washington yeah, a bit yeah, more, of right? So that was my first day and it was his birthday. And so he bought pizza for everybody. And mind you, like, you know, Lautenberg, he was, he like co-owned or co- like ADP. Oh, so, I didn't yeah, know that. He, was, he was, had money like that. Yeah, he, I think that's his story. Like he co-created or co-owned it or wow. had a huge stake in it, wow. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, so he bought pizza for everybody. And, and, you know, that was late in his life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, like, old and older. And he just told a story about some stuff. And I think around that time, I don't know if Barack Obama just was just elected. And he told a story about how, like, he, tur- yeah, this is what he said. There was one day there in the Senate, he turned to Barack Obama and he said, you know, because maybe they, it was like the State of the Union. He was like, you could be up there someday. Mm. And, you know, shrugged it off, yeah, right? Yeah. Even though he knew inside. Like, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Shrugged it off. And then, like, later on, he was on, he, uh, the senator, Senator Lautenberg was on Air Force One the first time in yeah. his life, right? And he was like, remember I told you? So, That's so yeah, fantastic. so that was, like, my first, and the thing about, I'm sure in any industry, but, like, politics, like, it's the best stories. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 Even yeah. just the little things, but it's yeah. just the best stories. So, like, yeah, that was the first day, and, like, wow. and then from that day forward, you know, and I, listen, before we wrap up. Yeah. There are days when I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. There are days and I'm like, I've talked to people and I'm like, I'm quitting. Like, I'm going to go into, well, I don't know, business. I'm going to be a baker. Right? Like, literally. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm only, you know, 30. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's a, you know, it's a rough and tumble business mm-hmm. for, in a lot of different ways. But, you know, I'm glad that I continued every time that I was like trying to peace out, you know, yeah. like somebody would come in and be like, no, nah, like you got to, you know, and told me a compelling reason to keep going. Right. Mm. So. So, yeah, like I didn't expect to really, you know, and I think also the benefits of what I have done is that I've just kind of been in rooms that I never expected to be in. Oh, interesting. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind of was always those little things telling me, like, keep going in this direction. Right. 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 So I would get like the opportunity, like, you know, just even last year when the Murphy, so the, you know, governor's race was happening, like, you know, Al Gore came and, you know, and he's, and, and I forgot that he was a southerner and he had like this, like, oh, you know, yeah. southern t- twang. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he was looking pretty good. He, you know, he had a lot more gray, but he yeah, was looking yeah. pretty good, right? That's what happens when you don't win the presidency and you keep your hair black. <laughs> so... And he like you listen. Know, I want to say. I just want to say no. a couple of quick things to everybody. Listen, the hair. I understand. It's white now. Nobody cares. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be tasteful though. Yeah. So, so he, you know, and that's because like, the energy's different yeah, when yeah. people come into them. Like any, and honestly, just like any large scale event, like the energy's on a high. Everyone's at their best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I was, like, backstage, like, you know, like, you know, it was a whole thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I don't, 
like that I've experienced this enough, even when I just started again to what we were talking about the other day, like I don't get excited about much, mm -hmm. but like, you know, like again, those are those moments when it's like, yeah, like, okay, you know, today I've maybe been having a bad day and it's like, I saw, you know, Al Gore and he like, he touched me, like, you know, he, he touched me in the speech like wow. you know what i mean because that again like everyone's so like speech after speech after speech people are like bringing it right yeah, yeah 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 and it's like you know it's just like sports that's why a lot of people you know who are sports lovers are in politics right yeah yeah because yeah. it's like they're the crowds there you know people are, you know it's, oh, it's whole, the same kind of feelings yeah, yeah you're right you're right so without the physical effort you still get the adulation yeah, from the you crowd get the teamwork the, stuff yeah, you get yeah, the this yeah, you get yeah. the that like uh, you know i have all kinds of conversations about that, those uh, parallels. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's like, you know, those moments where, you know, it's not to, to you know, let me just cl clarify, not to toot my own horn. It's just like, those are blessings, long yeah. story short, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the conversations I've had with people, you know, that know a lot about what I do and have been, you know, Doing where they've been. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's wild. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like when you hear, like I said, I going back to, and well, I guess we'll wrap it up. But, you know, like I said earlier about how I watch a lot of interviews of people, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times what they say is like, you know, it's just like, I can't believe this is happening. Right. And yeah. usually it's like an entertainer, right? Who's yeah. making a hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over Winfrey, one of my faves, um, who, you know, will say like, you know, I grew up in whatever, whatever, Mississippi. Right. Like, right. I didn't. Right. I'm grateful. My parents, you know, I grew up in the suburbs. That's the whole right. Nine. Um, but you know, it's those moments where I'm like, cause my parents, like, they don't know about politics. They're teachers. They know a lot about teaching, but you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Like it's surprising that they're kind of, I mean, just yesterday, dad was grilling me about what I'm going to be doing, you know, going forward. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, and I'm just like, Oh God, like, here we go. Now I have to explain. And it's so like, that's funny though, that Priscilla brought up a point that I had never considered yeah. that, you know, in the end as a, it's all third world people do it. They all brag about their no, kids. No, that was me. That was me. Oh, yeah, that was you. Cause yeah, I had yeah, seen yeah. him. Okay. And we're yeah, going to yeah. So I had seen him. So when Priscilla came, yeah. I guess in December or whatever, yeah. like, like it was weird. Cause we were, we slept at dad's house that day. Yeah. It was like a hotel. So so yeah, like he grilled Priscilla and grilling, grilling, grilling. And I'm like, thank God it ain't me today. So then he leaves, goes into his room, like how he always used to do, right? Gets on the phone, starts, you know, speaking pigeon or whatever, right? And we're just sitting there watching like this TV show. And then I'm going into the bathroom and, or this, that extra bathroom. Yeah. And he's walking outside because I asked him for something. And he's like, Pekin, <laughs> me Pekin, me Pekin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I think talking to Paco, and he's like, yeah, me Pekin. And I heard him say a couple of days before, and he was talking to Priscilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super bigging him up, yeah. bigging her up. Like, and I was like, this is wild. And I was like, oh, so this is why yeah, you Yeah, you got to have all the details. So when they ask questions, he has the answer yes. for them. Like, he really knows. <laughs> wild. Yeah. I mean, I used to be like, my heart palpitations. Now I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. whatever. I'll just yeah, answer yeah. Your, your questions. Yeah, right? Exactly. Whatever. And he was like, well, 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 to yesterday, like, whoa, well, well, what does that mean? Right? I'm like, chill, bro. Like, we eat pancakes. Like, you know, like, at the diner. Right? Like, and here you are. Oh. Like, you know, and I'm trying to just get my mind right for, you know, the future. But, yeah. you know, so... Mm. you know but i try to turn it off from me and i was like yeah you know have you talked to priscilla like yeah, yeah exactly she's doing. yeah <laughs> exactly you know exactly. <laughs> so all yeah. right so any last final last words for our listeners 
mad at you. <laughs> you know, this is great. I, you know, I look forward to my big brother. He's 12 years older than me. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. Very proud of him. Thank you. You know, he, uh, you know, he's gonna get used to me being a grown up, okay? <laughs> and us being on equal footing. That's right. Okay. One day. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Okay? Well, you have to also remember though, because you think it's just you, like, I'm not on equal footing with Priscilla either. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I agree. You're my little sisters. Yeah. You know? Which, it, it's a blessing. It is. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I'm just looking forward to what he's going to accomplish. This was pretty good, yeah. you know. We're going to do it again sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. When Priscilla's here, she'll probably do hers. That's right. We'll you figure know? out a way to do it. That's the other portion of this, too, is figuring out a way where I don't need my phone in between the two people. Yeah. I'll probably just figure out a way online so I don't have to have people fly across the country. No, I mean, I mean, you do it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Skype it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll so, you know, this was great. It yeah. also kind of was a little cathartic, I gotta yeah. say, you know. Get it out. I was sweating at some point. You know? That's also <laughs> Especially because... about the mom stuff from like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, when exactly. she was 14 or whatever. Oh, like, man. oh man. I'm... I have some more stories. So the next time you come, I wrote them down. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. those. Like uh, doing construction and uh, doing uh, plumbing in the middle of the summer and but pulling up things. Honestly, you, I gotta say this though with yeah. that. Like when I was telling you about how like me and mom stopped by, yeah. they're just, even though you were pissed and stuff and all, there was something fond about that, right? Mm -hmm. Like I appreciated like, you know, here's how it like going away. I don't know. It was just a positive, surprisingly positive to me. I know it wasn't positive to you. It was, it yeah, was yeah, enslavement yeah. a little. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, but like, yeah, just there's something about that, like that moment. Cause I'm also, I think if I can, I was so young, but yeah, I think yeah. if I can remember, it was kind of like you stopped and then like, got cool with me you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, you yeah. kind of like calmed down a little yeah, bit yeah, right yeah. so we we're just chatting so so yeah that's what i remember and then we just we went off to the poconos <laughs> and enjoyed ourselves but <laughs> that's why i'm the youngest <laughs> exactly <laughs> i get those privileges exactly yeah. and on that note <laughs> thank you everybody for joining opp we will see you soon god bless good night